0: So you talk about Lavelle telling you the truth. And there's a time in your true freshman year, it becomes a redshirt year for you, where he looks across the desk from you wherever he was and says, you're not going to make it here.
1: Yeah, he did. I, Why did not he tell you that? Because I was a knucklehead. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was just, I wasn't, I was redshirting and I wasn't playing. So I lost concentration and focus. And I actually really did well in school, but I just was not what I doing what I should do. And Lavelle, like he always was great at, pulled me in. I, was, I wasn't a contributor. I was a red shirt. But he pulled me in and, and, you know, that's the the beauty of Lavelle is he connected with me as a redshirt freshman and said, look, I told you when I recruited you that you're going to be a player. You're going to have a great year. You're going to have great success at BYU. But you can't mess around. You can't be an idiot. And you've got to straighten your life out if you want to be serious about your future. And You know, he just had a way of touching your heart and where you'd listen to him. And from that moment, you know, I started to realize that, hey, he's right. I got to listen to this guy. I came here primarily because of him. And so I should listen to him. He's my coach.
0: Now, now you were at this time, admittedly, kind of a homesick freshman. And you're wondering if ultimately, this is ultimately going to be what you're going to do for the next three or four years. You talk about um, during your redshirt year, your dad coming up or coming down, whatever the case may be, and spending a really meaningful time with Lavelle talking about you and about, I guess, a lot of different things. And your dad had good input about what Lavelle was going to do for you, right?
1: Well, it was pretty simple. I mean, it was, a, it was actually during a practice. Uh, he had come up to see me around Thanksgiving time. I was, he knew I wasn't sounding great on the phone. <laughs> and so mom and dad decided we better come up and see what's going on with this kid. And so they come out to practice. And we, we, it was the initial before practice and my dad corners Lavelle coming onto the field. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what are you doing, dad? And, uh, and he starts talking to – Lavelle starts talking to my dad. So practice starts and Lavelle's still talking to him 10, 15, 20 minutes into practice. I'm just dying. <laughs> Thinking, what in the world can my dad be saying to Lavelle for all that time? And after about a half an hour, Lavelle finally comes out to practice. After practice is over, I walk over to my dad. Dad, what what in the world could you have been saying Lavelle? And he says, hey, I just got one thing to say to you. I talked to that coach of yours, Lavelle for about a half an hour. And after talking to him, you need to just be quiet. You need to zip your lip and you need to get to work. You're in good hands with that man. And You're that not coming it. home. You're not coming that home. That was it. I'm not yeah. coming home. Yeah. And that was it. And I, in a half an hour's time, Lavelle convinced him that you should be on my side not your <laughs> son's. And I really from that point forward, I, I never looked back.
0: But, but you still had a freshman year to go through and your red shirt freshman year, you weren't starting every game at that point. It took a while before you Got to fulfill the vision, right?
1: It sure did. And, you know, Greg, that's one of the blessings of me being in that experience, being a BYU student-athlete as a redshirt. I talk with players all the time. These young kids come in and nowadays, you know, AAU coaches and high school coaches and club coaches, they got these kids convinced that they should be the stars of the team as freshmen. And it's really, really hard at BYU. It's hard at any school. But I think because of my experience here and the fact that I had struggles, that I wasn't exactly the perfect citizen, that I wasn't a star right off the bat, that I can tell these guys, hey, look, sit down. You know, long, long time ago, <laughs> I tell them the grandpa story where I can just say, hey, look, you know, you're going to be all right. Just got to hang in there. But you got to fight and you got to be on the line. Anybody in life that wants to achieve greatness, you got to focus. you got to work. you got to have a dream. And right now, the kids that are kind of uh, uh, veering off the path, they don't have focus. And it's good. It's, it's easy for me to look them in the eye and say, hey, look, I've been down that road.